Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube. And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics. So get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the savage podcast. Hey, guys. Look at us. We're together. We are together. Is this allowed? Technically, yes. <laughs> Guys, we are following COVID I protocols. Think, I mean, as far as we can understand them. Well, apparently, well, not apparently. So the rule in Alberta, just to like rest assured, guys, we don't want anyone thinking we're doing anything too crazy here. People um, don't hate us anyway. Oh, God damn, that's so true. There'd be the hate in the YouTube-ation <laughs> comments. Um, um, no, what was I going <laughs> to You're such a weirdo. I mean, Okay, anyway, what I was going to say, though, in Calgary, where we're living, if you live by yourself, you're allowed to have somebody else in your cohort because, you know, for mental health and whatever else. And because I'm single as fuck and living by myself (laughs) as a loner, I can come visit Rose. What about me? What's my excuse? I don't live alone. Yeah, but you're part of my cohort. So, like, because I'm a loner. This is what I'm saying. (laughs) 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 This is what I'm saying in terms of the rules, like, don't really make sense. That's because true. they're not very specific with like that's true. but anyways we don't give a fuck okay we're basically COVID idiots at this point oh god i'm dang. just kidding guys we, we are not we're COVID-idiots. following the rules daniel moved out i did what? i finally <laughs> moved out guys i'm living downtown super exciting yes very yeah. exciting um he's finally a grown boy i am you I is, is a big boy I'm a, <laughs> i've definitely been putting on a bit of weight so i'm, <laughs> I'm a big boy <laughs> Oh God, we missed uh, recording together. We did, yeah. So. It's so much nicer in person. I know. Oh, it's just. Are you sure it's not just because the editing is easier? Well, that too. <laughs> the editing is so much easier. When oh we're my together, God! Although so. we had some technical difficulties starting this, mm. because, anyways. We won't bore you with the details. No. Nope. Hello, everybody. So today we have some news. We have a bunch of news, okay. a bunch of stories. But should we t- should we talk about the situation that's going on in Alberta right now, or do you think that's boring? I mean, it's kind of boring, but sure. Oh god, dang. We can touch on it for like five minutes. Because how many people are listening from Alberta? Very few. That's true, actually. Majority of our our listeners are in the United States of America. <laughs> Where they're vaccinating people like oh my crazy. God. This is the thing that's crazy, okay? I was like reading an article about like Joe Biden the other day. Yeah. And they were talking about how like in the US, like yes, okay, granted, their, their numbers were insane. And they had like a, a massive spike and everything. Um, but their vaccine program is like, like so good like it's literally like they're vaccinating so many people and you know i think that's the like aim of the game right yeah so and here in canada <laughs> we are doing absolutely terrible um are we one of the worst i think we're probably one of the Shut worst up. like seriously if you look at like you know i don't know us uk well i feel bad for um ontario because apparently they're in the longest lockdown <sighs> like i think they actually have the longest lockdown really but the problem with their lockdown i think as far as i can see is that Again, it's very, it's like here where it's kind of ambiguous and it's not very, you know, so, and people aren't fully, you know, actually locking down. So I don't know. Like, I don't know know what's happening. You know, in Quebec, they have a curfew. I mean, I don't even know if that's. No, no, it's true. No, I know it's true, but is that effective is the question. I don't know. But apparently they have these restrictions at like, they have like restaurants and stuff are closed and they have a curfew. Like you have to be home by like eight o'clock or something. Yeah. Something like that. So if you're even like just driving around, they'll be like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like driving by yourself. I know that's, it's insane. It's insane. 
There's no like logic to some of these. Mm. Anyway, I don't know what's happening, but um, basically, it's depressing as hell. <laughs> and we're so regressing. We, we just yeah, we're we are regressing. We've just announced another kind of going back to stage one. Yep. Of our stage, our stage reopening plans. Oh my god, so, insane! So no more indoor dining anymore. Nope. And but there is one positive light in the tunnel, which <laughs> I don't know if it's actually going to happen. But they they said that um, our vaccinations they're supposed to like vaccinate every adult Albertan by June. End of June. I really hope that's the case, that but means- I don't trust them. <laughs> I know. Because if you look at even the graph, like I pulled up this graph, which you can get on the government of Alberta website that shows like the vaccinations over time. And it's like, basically there was a f- spike in January. Then it went to like pretty much zero in February because we had no like, ship. I think it's the supply. That's yeah, the thing. That's the- why in the US it's a lot easier because they actually make it themselves. Exactly. That's the why issue. can't we learn how to make the ship? Well, this is the thing. We have, <laughs> we have lots of pharmaceutical companies in Canada. Right. So like there's no real... I feel like I thought reason. we were yeah, but I thought we were also like they shared the vaccine like recipe. Yeah, the recipe with us. I thought because we're part of some kind of like coalition. Because like there was, I know that there was some kind of drama with mm. um not even drama but like a discussion around whether uh, pharmaceutical companies should share the the recipe yeah. with like third world countries or developing countries, mm. and that was like a big talking. There was like a big issue around that yeah. because they were like discussing whether or not that should be the case, and I'm like, this is so fucked I up. Know. Well, and you know what it comes you know what it comes down to with that situation. What? Why they didn't want to share the recipes. Because it's money. Because of capitalism. <laughs> Goddamn, guys. Ruining our lives. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> root of all we're evil. Becoming, we're becoming an anti-capitalist oh, podcast. Um, but like... That- As we sit here with our cameras. I know somebody Somebody commented about um, how... It, the thing is, it's hard to be anti-capitalist because anyone's going to be like, well, you're benefiting from capitalism. We're yeah. all benefiting in some ways from capitalism in some ways. Yeah. You know, even just having a podcast and having all these things, you could say potentially it was because of capitalism. Exactly. But at the same time, it's like we're not in denial that like there are some benefits of capitalism. Of course. Or whatever, yeah. But it's just there are so many bad things that come mm. from extreme capitalism that we're seeing right now. I think that the, that's the main point. I think that the, it's like it's like that whole story of life where where they're always like, I don't know, growing up like your parents are all well, at least my parents are always like you know everything in like moderation life is all about balance and i feel like it comes like at least yeah. from my opinion of of like um politics and stuff like that it's the same with like capitalism i think anything in an extreme form yeah always seems to have issues and always seems to have like capitalism or communism or whatever you know where whatever they have issues whereas like i feel like yeah if you leave capitalism to be unregulated that's where the yes. issues are but there's a lot of benefits from capitalism as well but it's just that you need to have some balance in there yes because people are naturally greedy and people are naturally are they or are we designed that way because of capitalism i don't know god dang. is it nature or is it nurture that's a very good question rose mm-hmm. is it nature or nurture i don't know I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. And I think that when you put people that are, yeah, maybe a little bit selfish, of mm-hmm. course we have a certain level of selfishness because we need to survive. Yeah. But then when you put that with capitalism, it multiplies. Exacerbates the, the problem. Exactly. Yeah. Anyways, we're not talking about capitalism today, at least oh, not. That's not the main point. <laughs> we always go we there. we are going to go back to it at some point, I'm we sure. We always go there. Um, but um, I see a little story here, Daniel. I have pulled up a few stories, guys. There's oh, a couple. Oh, shit. This looks fucking serious. A couple for today. Have you heard about this story? I think I've heard about it, but I haven't read too deep into it. Did we talk about this story? No, we didn't. Okay, but it, But the thing is, it kind of lines up with other stories that we've talked about. So the story, there's a couple of stories today. So the first one we're going to talk about guys is i guess um this this youtubers 
called the Stokes Twins. Um, they've been sentenced to do community service for pulling a fake robbery YouTube prank. Interesting. Now, what had happened was they... So I guess they... Um, over the course of like... Um, I think it was over three days. So the prank that was at the center of this case was filmed over three days and involved the twins running around acting as if they had robbed a bank. So they wore all black. They had like a duffel bag where they'd run past people and like drop cash and stuff. Like, so people would like, you'd just be sitting like, let's say you're at a park bench and you'd see these kids running up, running by. And then they also, at one point they got into an Uber and they wanted their Uber to serve as their like getaway car. Oh my God. And the driver became really, really uncomfortable, right? Because he didn't yeah. know he didn't know what was going on. So he he like was like, Hey, you guys need to leave, like get out of the car. And people saw these guys getting out of this Uber with this like money, whatever they called nine one one. Yeah. Um, apparently this resulted in the police. They came to the scene where the Uber driver was and ordered <clears throat> the Uber driver out of his car at gunpoint. What? Before learning what was going on. Was the Uber driver black? I don't, I didn't specify. Anyway. Um, and I guess they gave the boys a warning at this point. They said like, don't do this. Oh, they were given a warning. Yeah. Okay. Four hours later, the twins continued filming their prank on a nearby university campus. Okay. Well, they, they deserve more than community service in my opinion. A hundred percent. Okay. And then what else happened? That's pretty. So then they kept going and then they got caught again and then, and then they were charged community, community service for how long? Um, it what, does, what does community service entail? So it, like community service can be a bunch of different things, mm-hmm. but it's just like basically acts of service in the community. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever done any acts of service to the community, Daniel? Um, I don't know if you could call what I do a community service, but um, no. I, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, no, I did actually, um, when I was younger, I was um, part of a youth group. And one of the things that we did, which I think would be considered community service, yeah. is we like helped out at like the like uh, downtown at the homeless, like oh, giving out I food see. to homeless okay. people, or like uh, quite often community service involves like roadside cleanup, right? Um, cleaning up, you know, when you see people like picking up litter in the parks and stuff. Oh God, that's such a fucking easy punishment. Mm-hmm. Like that's not even a punishment for that kind of fucking action. I know there could be a lot like other. I don't know there yeah. could be other things that are community service, but those are the first things that come yeah, to that mind. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like doing some kind of like road work or I yeah. don't know, whatever. Basically it's like volunteering your time for free to do things within the community. So whatever that might entail, yeah. like at a soup kitchen or at a drop-in center right. or, you know, any of those things. So do you think the punishment fits the crime, Daniel? I don't think so. Do you think they deserve jail? Well, I guess I wish it's, I wish it <laughs> specified in this article how much, uh, Oh, here we go. Do they the, have to pay anything. Here we go instead. Okay. So 160 hours of community service, one year of fo- formal probation. Yeah. And was ordered to require order required to pay an, an unspecified un- amount of restitution. Okay, interesting. So that's okay. not so bad. So I guess what had happened was um, they were charged with a felony, um, a felony count of of false imprisonment and misdemeanor counts of falsely reporting an emergency. They went. They pled guilty. That's mm. why they why they got a I guess a lesser sentence. Oh God, yeah. So they were like, "Yep, we're guilty. We did this." Blah 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 blah. I mean, sorry guys, we had some technical difficulties. Yeah. But um, what I was saying was, uh, so they got only community service because they took a plea bargain exactly. because they could have faced uh, for false imp- wait what is it felony count for false imprisonment yeah. of false imprisonment. Yeah. No, wait, that's not what I'm saying. Uh, that's that's what was I reading before? It was something about four. No, go down, go down, go down. Maximum right here. They oh, were there facing you go. a maximum of five yes. years in jail. So sorry, I was guys, 
uh, technical We've had difficulties. Some serious technical difficulties. Okay, today. so yes, it's a big deal because they were facing a maximum of five years in jail yeah. if they were convicted of all counts. Um, what do we think of this? I think in many ways, I I hope, and I think that this is a good thing because I feel like there's these trends. Yes. On YouTube, have gotten like not just YouTube, TikTok, all of these things have gotten out of control where people are thinking, oh, it's so funny, like let's do mm-hmm. this prank and stuff, and like you know, I get it. People like these these twins. I mean, they're 24 years old. They like, are too old to be acting yeah, like they, they look fucking 18. I know they look so young, uh-huh. but apparently they're 24. Um, but like at the end of the day, it's like, you kind of know better. Like I knew when I was like 15 to not, <laughs> to not fucking pretend to rob a bank. Oh my God, seriously. You know what I mean? Like, and oh then, God. And like white privilege, anybody oh imagine God. if black kids started doing this, they'd be dead, dude. Oh Are my you God. kidding me? This is the crazy thing. Yeah. It's like, what are you thinking running around town and well, white privilege? Damn. And then after the worst part of the story too is after being told off by the police officer. So first of all, they the the yes. poor Uber driver got like oh my god, I'd told be to fucking get scared shit, dude. Oh my god, and they, they they pulled a gun out on this Uber driver, not they, uh, the police, and mm-hmm. said you know get out because they didn't know if he was an accomplice. And then once they figured out what had happened, they told the kids they were like the two 24 year old brothers, like you guys, this is a warning, like don't be doing this shit, like blah blah blah. And what do they do? Fucking continue at a university. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, what the hell, They have guys? 30 million TikTok followers. This generation is fucked. <laughs> yeah. But it's because... And you said it really well, because we've talked about, like, this is why you thought that we talked about this story before, because we talked about similar ones. Right, you know, there right. Was a, there was that incident of two guys that, like, ran at somebody with a knife in a park as, like, a prank and ended up getting shot. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, Wait, did one of them die? I can't remember. Yeah, I think one of them did die. I can't even. Yeah. But, like, we're just hearing more and more mm-hmm. of these stories. And it's like, guys, like, just use a little bit of common sense. Yeah. Like, it's just because everybody is so hungry. For fame. For fame. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to be these TikTok stars. Everybody wants to be, like, that generation is, like, hungry for it. And they're, like, l- literally willing to do everything and anything to do it which is so dangerous and we're seeing the like effects of it and i hope that they start cracking down more on this stuff because you know maybe it'll start teaching people lessons and and people will think twice yeah hopefully but i mean you know people people probably still won't think twice because you know people be crazy as hell oh god you know what i'm saying and i feel like, like they got away with it yeah again it's like it's rich white boy privilege i know <laughs> Um, I mean, what does one year of formal probation even mean? Like, are, do they have? A yeah, I think that means like, they have like they have to like basically be on their best behavior. Yeah. I think, God but I could damn. be wrong. Anyway, but some of these people they just don't learn their lesson. Like, I just think back to well, um, like think about the bribery scandal, the college oh, bribery scandal. Oh did you watch God. that documentary? Did, yeah. <gasps> Insane! Guys. The audacity of these people, rich oh, people privilege. The, the worst part about this documentary too. Oh God, there's what is it called? What's the? Is it just called college admission scandal? No, I think it's called something else. It could be. Anyways, it could be it's on Netflix. Ad- yeah. Oh my God. I know. Like th- there was a really important point where they were like, this just really completely emphasizes that whole idea of privilege because they were like, you know, not only are these these kids of these like mega wealthy families, not only do they have access to the best tutors, mm-hmm. the best like high school and like education possible. Now, even with access to all of this stuff, their parents are still cheating yep. to get them in. So yep. it's like, you've already been given all of this opportunity to have the best chance to get in over other people. Mm-hmm. And yet they're still cheating. Yep. Like, Oh my God. I know. Right. I honestly was like, I, when I, I watched it, I just got more and more angry. Cause I, I was know. like the whole time thinking, but I was like, literally they had people, um, they cheated to write their tests, so they would pretend to be like, you know, um, what's it called? Like, like they, oh God, what got was more it? time. 
they got more time. Like, yeah. So they can pretend to be like disabled, like disabled yeah, disability or something and got more time. Yeah. And also one thing that they did as well, there was a guy that would change their answers. Yes. That would sit there as like the testing person. And yeah. then after the kid left and the poor kids, some of these kids, like they had no idea they this didn't was happening. Know at all. Imagine how fucking embarrassing that is. So anyway, so that happened. So then after the kid left, after they were done the test, this guy would just go and change their answers. Yeah. So that the they would get a better result. I mean, it's just the whole it's thing crazy. is crazy. And it was also crazy on the college admissions part as well, in the sense that like obviously to get into like Harvard and some of these ones, like these universities, it's so difficult. Um, and, but they keep a certain number of spaces open for these like sports scholarships and stuff. Right. And these sports kind of ways. So this guy would like target like niche sports areas, like sailing and random things and like have deals with those. Excuse me. God damn. Bless you. Rose, I'd be cute as hell. <laughs> um, and, and it's just even bad because the coaches were taking bribes and like, there was just so much stuff happening i just can't believe how many people were willing to like take so many of these bribes yeah. and like be do all like because like you have to have a lot of people in on this right oh, huge like he had people in in like every fucking ivy leaf school right yeah a school he would have to. and because like yeah he would have like a coach in mm. it and just the audacity because like it's like the lie is so obvious too oh, like some God. of these kids like never even played the sport exactly like for example the uh full house polo or something I think there's like a few different things that yeah. they could do. Like, for example, like the one of the most famous names out of this whole scandal was yeah. Olivia Jade, yeah. who's the daughter of um, Lori Loughlin, who's in Full House, which is like very. It's so sad. I grew up watching Full House. I, I loved Aunt Becky. Anyways, Aunt so, Becky, what, why did you do that? I know, you know? Aunt Becky. So why? Bad. Shame on you, Aunt Becky. Ugh. And and then Olivia Jade because she was a popular YouTuber, yeah. and she still is, by the way. I think she's like bounced back, and they're watching her again. But anyway, yeah. um. But yeah, she pretended to be on the rowing team. And if it turns out, because everyone was like saying, oh, maybe they didn't know that they were like, you know, like some kids, they didn't know, yeah. but they knew like in that documentary, they were like, yeah, basically they knew they all had like a group chat in the family yeah, yeah, being yeah. like, oh yeah, my teacher is like asking questions. Mm -hmm. Anyways, it's so fucked. But the more it's fucked so up bad. thing is like, this is just the illegal way of doing it. But there are so many legal ways yeah. of doing basically the same thing. Like for example, it just costs a lot more money. Exactly. They were saying yes. this, this was like the budget backdoor. Way, yes, which would still cost you. Like it was still like five hundred thousand. Yeah, to a it was like, I was gonna say like two hundred to five hundred thousand. I think it was up but, to a million. I yeah, think yeah, up to yeah. a million. But I think what they said in the documentary is they were like, if you were a really wealthy family, you could donate like ten million to the university. Mm -hmm. And then you have a better chance of your your son or daughter getting in, but it's still not guaranteed. Right. Only if you make a donation of like, I think it was like 50 plus million or something ridiculous. Oh my God. Then your, your, your child is guaranteed a spot. And the crazy thing about these universities, which they also touched on the documentary, is like all it is is a name. Like the education that you get at, at a variety of different institutions across like the US right. or Canada or wherever you go to, to do your post-secondary like a lot of the like branding and the name for Harvard and all of these like exclusive universities doesn't necessarily mean that you're getting a better education. Yeah. You know, like you might still get the same jobs as somebody else that didn't go to Harvard. You know what I mean? Like I always reflect back, like my first job, I worked at a bank and one of the guys that had the exact same job as me, we were all in this like grad scheme. He actually went to Harvard. Really? Yeah. So not only did he pay a shit ton more for his <laughs> university, like probably like, I don't know, so much more than I paid. We were doing the same job and getting paid the same amount of money. Oh, how do you know you're getting paid the same amount of money well because it was like a grad scheme so they hired everyone oh, around the same okay. like threshold or whatever yeah but i mean in the states they care a lot about that shit that's true and so does like for example in 
um, in Korea as well, they care mm. a lot about which university you went to. And even in the UK, I remember when I worked in recruitment, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they would always talk about, oh, this this girl went to Ca- Cambridge oh, okay. at Oxford University. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh my God, who the, who the fuck gives a shit, dude? At the, end the, at the end of the day, these are just names of universities. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, okay, people might argue, oh, you get the connections and, Definitely. You know, I think it's, it's more of a connection game. Yeah. But people assume, like when I was young, for sure, I assumed, and there is some truth to this, so I don't want to completely say that it's not true yeah. but i always just assume that if you're really smart you get into these really prestigious yeah. schools but there's so much more involved with this yeah. for example it's not necessarily because you're really smart but it's because you had the most opportunity to have better grades because you have the tutors and your parents exactly. are constantly telling you to go to these schools and you have the yeah. money to go to these schools and sometimes you have the money to bribe these schools exactly so, so there's so many yeah. different factors and you're right like another really good point to make as well is like you know for example Again, this whole idea of privilege, like if you're at school, your parents are paying for a tutor. Also, if you don't have to work a part-time job, yes. you have time to do extracurricular activities, volunteering, all yes, of that stuff. Which makes you look really good on the resume. Exactly. So you, on your application, you're going to uh-huh. look better than somebody that maybe had to work a part-time job to help their family out, but while still going to school, got lower grades because again, they don't have as much time mm-hmm. to study. So there's so many different factors. Like, yeah. yeah, you're right. It's not just, just because somebody's smart. If somebody's given equal if everybody had the same equal opportunities to like excel in school like i'm sure there'd be a lot more people that would be doing better for sure so yeah wow uh, i love how we just went straight into a different topic i know but i i kind of wanted to talk about that movie Mm -hmm. and i do like the fact that in the movie they did discuss like it wasn't just about this particular bribery scandal but they did discuss that there are ways of doing basically this whole system is corrupt and fucked up and they kind of like touched on that which i liked because i know everyone was like oh my god this college bribery scandal which like for sure we should shame like we should shame these people and it shouldn't happen but like at the same time, they're not doing anything that different from what's legally allowed to do. Exactly. So exactly. And it is just, again, like, and I think the thing that really drove it home for me with that documentary is the fact, and they did like emphasize this a few times. It's like, we're talking about already super privileged people mm-hmm. and they're still cheating. You're already given a head start <laughs> and you're still fucking cheating. Like yeah. that to me is like so fucking ridiculous. I know. Like, I know. Uh, I think, I think we mentioned, I mentioned this or you mentioned this before on this podcast, but there was a really good, like YouTube uh, I think it was like a video where they talked about like privilege and stuff Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they had like a line of kids to like all start in a line together and then there was a guy at the very end like of this field that had like a hundred dollars and he's like basically we're all gonna have a race and whoever gets here first gets this hundred dollars and then he was like would ask them questions and based on their answer to the questions they either take a step forward or a step back so automatically you know he's like oh if your parents are still together take a step forward like little things like Mm -hmm. this and you know eventually then he said if you look around you he's like just there's people that are starting way ahead of other people Mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily mean that they have more skills or anything else they're just having a a higher opportunity to get to these uh, a higher chance to get to these opportunities than other people that's true god damn (sighs) but yeah anyways so that's story number one and also our take on the uh the college admission scandal. Yeah. Very, very You should scandalous. watch it, guys. You should definitely watch it. It's actually a really it. good movie, although it's a yeah. little cheesy, some of the acting, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. Some of it's Yeah, it's bad. kind of like acted out. Like, it's like a documentary, but they also, like, implement some yeah. acting. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the, the audacity guy, of these people. And the guy organizing it all, though, he was, like, such a 
interesting character. Like he was he's just not even in jail yet. I, that's what's crazy. That's what's crazy. But this is this is this is we see this time and time again with these more kind of like we would call it like white collar kind of corporate crimes. Yes, is it's so funny because like you have somebody commit like murder or something like this, depending and again even depending on where they sit mm-hmm. in the social standing, some of those people aren't fucking going to jail right away either. Yeah. So it's like, but he's not in jail because he took a basically he helped with the investigation. That's right. Yeah. yeah this yeah. guy. Here's the thing. Even if you were a Weasley person and you wanted to like even if you were a shit person and you wanted to do something like this you have to realize that people that are willing to do shit like this like for example that guy that was basically organizing this whole thing he's gonna fucking rat you out as soon as his fucking life is on the line so why would you trust that guy you know you deal with shady people and shady people will time and time again what makes you think he's gonna be honest with you (laughs) exactly (laughs) like guys like let's just be be real here all that money can't buy the brains exactly You deal with shady people and you're going to get shady outcomes. Yeah. So. And anyway, I think my point with this whole college scandal was that these people got a slap on the wrist, yeah. essentially. Because I think um, Lori Lachlan, for example, and the husband, I think they got like, I think she got like one month in prison or something. And then like her husband got like maybe three or four months, which we, is probably one of the... We also mm-hmm. have to remember though, when they say that these people are going to prison, it's not like the prison that we think of. It's like a what, definitely... What kind a, of prison do you think they're going to? They're, they're, there's like different... It's, oh, like less security? Yeah. Uh, no, they're not They're not going to maximum security. They're going to like more kind of like bougie, bougie. prisons. Yeah. Because I know like, for example, was it Lindsay Lohan or someone else was like under, like, you know, in a prison and house arrest and all this kind of stuff. And just be careful. God damn, Rose, you don't well, know what's going to happen. Well, I want them to be able to hair you. Oh, God damn. <laughs> So that'd be a a situation. (laughs) Oh, so they're going to a bougie prison, you think? That's what I think. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure I've heard about these prisons where it's like... Right, because they're like, oh my God, we can't put these people in, you know... They're too high risk, you know, of... of, They're going to... Right. Because they have money, right? And if you have money in prison, like... I really wonder now, what do these prisons look like? Are they like Norway prisons? I don't know, goddamn Rose. I'm hoping to never end up in prison, so I'm not going to be able to tell you. Because I would not survive. Oh, God damn. You would not survive. God damn. I'll be dead after one day. <laughs> Seriously. God damn. Honestly. Oh, God. So the next story that we have, guys. What is the next story, oh, Daniel? Well, there's a couple. There's a really okay, kind of like... Okay, tell me. Are you very uncomfortable right now? Uh, No, it's not too bad. I'm sorry. Maybe we need a better... uh, Guys, once we, uh, you know, make some more monies... <laughs> By the way, Patreon link down below. And no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but maybe we'll invest in some better... Equipment or some yeah, kind of we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure yeah. it out. I mean, I'm not, I'm not so uncomfortable. We cool. Just, we cool. Yeah, I think there was something wrong with my cord, but now we seem to have fixed it. So it's all right, guys. You know, maybe we should our... record it at your place on your tiny couch. Oh god, damn, <laughs> we could do that. You know. So guys, I'm, I have to tell a story. Oh god. <laughs> do we have to, Rose? Yes. So when Daniel was looking for an apartment, I went with him to a couple of places because mm-hmm. I wanted to see. And I also am like Daniel's mother, and I can't trust his decision making. <laughs> Uh, this is true. Which, I mean, you will understand why I can't trust his de- decision making. After the story. Yeah. So I saw a couple places with him. One place, um, Daniel said it was too small. And he just kept going on and on about how he wants to get a big couch. He's like, it's too small for the couch I'm thinking of getting. I want to get a big couch with like a sectional, like a sectional couch that's like really big. And I feel like it's not going to fit this couch. And I was like, Daniel, I feel like it's going to fit a couch. Like, you'll be fine. You don't need to get a giant couch. He's like, <laughs> No, I really want to get a big couch. And then anyways, he ended up going for a different place um, than the two that we saw together because he saw a different place uh, without me. Um, Luckily, I mean, that place is decent. Your your place is decent. Yeah, yeah, I like it. And so... 
so then I wanted to see his place. So on the day that you moved, it was it the day that you moved in. Yeah. I went over, and as soon as I walk in, what do I see? The world's tiniest couch I have ever seen in my life. I was like, Daniel, is this your new couch? He's like, Yes. I was like, You literally got a miniature Barbie doll sized <laughs> fucking couch. The thing is, actually, and you went on and on <laughs> and on and on about getting a big sectional. The thing is, guys, the you thing- just had no idea how much a couch costs. Well, yeah, right? that, that's yeah. part of it because couches are hella fucking <laughs> they expensive. Are um, but also, like this couch, okay, it is really small, but I'm, it's actually growing on me. I'm actually like liking it a bit more, up. and uh, you know, I had a, a, well. I mean, if you're by yourself, sure. If you plan on never having a cuddle buddy. Well, you know, we in the van, so I never, I've, I've, that, that ship has sailed. What if you meet someone, you know, what if you're going to get COVID tested and then you lock eyes with some hot man? <laughs> I've, you know, I've looked for that in my entire life. Well, let's hope he has a normal human size couch. Yeah. So then we can just cuddle on there. That, that works. But you're right. It's funny. Cause I was like going on about this like huge sectional. Cause I love, <laughs> I love like big sectional couches. Cause like you can just like lay on it. And it's so Yeah. Com- you'd think that comfy. you hated them because you got literally the opposite. It's still a sectional. I mean, it. <laughs> I guess you could say that. We both fit on and it. Barely, quite, Daniel. Quite comfort, comfortably. <laughs> barely, Daniel. Well, I was saying that when I was sitting on the sectional part, my feet were dangling. <laughs> and I am a very short human being. <laughs> I feel like it would fit like half of you. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, uh, anyways, so anyways. that was me making fun of Daniel because it's funny. Yeah. This is why I can't trust Daniel's decision making oh, skills. Damn. Anyway, moving on to our story of the day, guys. (laughs) So this one's a little bit of an interesting one. Okay, interesting. So I guess basically Amazon was under some backlash. Did you hear about this? Yes, I've heard about this. Oh, God, it's such a good story. So (laughs) basically, I guess a um, Republican politician, um, Mark Pocan, he tweeted... Um, I guess Amazon had said something, something about being a progressive workplace and whatever else. And so he, um, <laughs> tweeted paying workers $15 an hour. doesn't make you a progressive workplace when you union bust and make your workers urinate in water bottles. Do you know the story of the urination? I don't know. Can- so basically because Amazon works their workers so much mm-hmm. and because I think they have a certain quota of like what they have to do in, in their, you know, certain Deliveries. time. Exactly. Yeah. So they have a certain time frame and so if they don't meet that quota, then, you know, maybe they get fired or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. So in order to meet the quota, it's not like they're saying you need to urinate in water bottles, yeah. but because they don't have time to take a restroom break, yeah. um, they, you know, the workers have had to yeah. urinate in, you know, fucking water bottles so and stuff. So you're right. So the company doesn't explicitly of tell the workers. They, they say it kind of but like. But they create conditions in which you that like to. you're a human being. You're going to have to go to the fucking bathroom. Exactly. Especially yeah. if imagine if you're driving for long periods of time, you're mm-hmm. drinking water probably. Yeah. Um, but basically the funny part about this whole scandal yeah. is that, so this, this politician tweeted, you know, you know, you can't call yourself progressive. You're making people urinate in water bottles. Amazon replied to the Twitter um, and they said, if this were true, nobody would work for us. That which was is their, such a cop out. I know, which is their 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 response. Mm-hmm. The funny thing is, though, is all of a sudden now the company's coming back and apologizing after evidence emerged of drivers of having course. to urinate in in uh, <laughs> in <laughs> bottles. It's actually so bad. And then now I think the what's happening right now is that they're trying to unionize, mm-hmm. but then Amazon obviously doesn't want them to unionize because yeah. that means they actually have to treat their workers like human beings. <laughs> well, exactly. I don't know. I don't know. Because I have a mixed feeling about unions because I actually was part, like I was in a union before. Oh, Did you know, did you know this Rose? What union, Daniel? So my very first job guys was at the Calgary Co-op 
Um, oh, and right. the Calgary Co-op at the time, I'm not sure if, I think it still is, but at the time I was part of a union. So we were unionized workers. Um, and actually at the time when I started there, the salaries like were way more than minimum wage. Like it was actually, mm-hmm. a good, it was a good place to work at the time. And, um, we, when I first started, I think it was like two or three years in, they were doing like a contract negotiation and it went on for so long. So we literally worked for like a year without a contract. So just on our previous mm-hmm. salary and stuff. And then union was supposed to negotiate on our behalf for like raises okay. and everything else. And they did like the worst job. Like, I feel oh, like, they, interesting. I, and I'm like, what did they, what did they actually accomplish? Do you know right. what I mean? Like, I, I understand that unions are under a lot of pressure though as well. Um, but I don't know. I just felt like in that example, I was like, well, you know, what, what have they helped us? You know, like, right. they didn't really. So they didn't, what would it mean? So they didn't do anything? Well, they gave, we still got like raises, but they were so small and we didn't get back. But you were already getting paid more than minimum wage. That's because you were in a union, was it not? Potentially. Potentially. I don't know. So I think, I think, yeah, I think you're right. It's not always, it's not a black and white situation and I don't know enough about unions, but I do think that um, overall they're Mm. probably better for workers than not yeah especially in a situation like amazon for example yeah so i think in this kind of situation this particular situation you're probably better off if you're unionized yeah. although again i don't know that much about unions true i think i think like from from my understanding of unions i think generally they work better in like more kind of service orientated industries okay where people can like band together and you know i just you know in more i guess it could work in like you know offices but i'm just not sure how it would work the same way i don't know how it all works yeah because because <laughs> like with a union you can like band basically you can band together you can go on unionized strikes you right can do, you know things like that so a lot of like for example transit usually they're part of a union right. i think healthcare workers are quite often part of a union yeah so what happens when okay so let's say amazon decides okay we're going to be part of a union yeah what happens then? So then, the, so then from my, again, guys, from my <laughs> limited understanding, so there'll be a union that like basically would be the representation of the employees when it comes da- down to contract negotiations, when it comes down to working conditions, they have like a voice of all the employees. Okay. So it's almost like you have like an elected board. Right. Okay. So then, the so then they could be like, okay, Amazon, please give us this minimum wage per your workers. Yeah. And if you don't, then we're all going to go on strike. Yes. Okay. That's basically, that's kind of <laughs> okay. the, the premise of a, of a union. And like, for example, like they could say, you know uh, in an eight-hour shift employees are entitled to have right. two 15-hour restroom breaks it has to be done if not we're going to go 15-hour restroom breaks 15... what you be doing in the restroom daniels <laughs> god, god damn, damn. <laughs> um 15 minute breaks. right uh, apologize pardon my french uh-huh well i think it's interesting um i know that they were not paying they weren't even paying 15 dollars um to their workers they were paying them like basically minimum wage i think amazon they're such a fucking shit company this is the thing that gets they me they really though, guys. are this is the thing that gets me about yeah. all of these big companies you hear this again time and time again mm-hmm. fucking pisses me off because it's like these companies are multi-billion dollar companies jeff bezos richest man on earth exactly and yet they're shafting their a lot of their employees but that's like, how they become biz- I, I swear my theory is if you're a billionaire you're probably a shady fuck fucking human being <laughs> honestly you can't get to that level unless you like fucked over some people i yeah. swear to god you know that you know that movie uh devil wears prada yeah fucking iconic movie yeah, by the I way love, i love that movie um but there's like that scene at the very end when like meryl streep and uh anne hathaway they're in the car yeah and and basically uh anne hathaway is like fucking pissed off and she's uh, shocked yeah. that meryl streep like fucked over her you know like friend and colleague right yeah Cause like there's like a scene where she fucks him over. Anyways, yeah. So anyways, and then Anne says to Meryl, I how forgot you, all their names. How can you be? How can you do that to him? Yeah. That's horrible. And then uh, Meryl Streep is like, 
you've already done it too. You just yeah. have to do it in this game. Yeah. And then basically because Anne decided to come to Paris when her other colleague was supposed to come. Yeah. Anyways, oh my God, what a fucking There iconic. was a lot of, but, but then Anne had the realization, she's like, holy shit, like. You don't want to be part of this? Yeah, I'm like, right. wow. And then she left. Yeah, and then she quit right then and there pretty much. Got out of the, t- the, the taxi yeah. and like walked off. Cause, but she was right. She's like, look, you've already done it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And even 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 there was another scene where she was talking to the guy that, that Meryl Streep fucked over in the film. And he was like, she was like, oh my God, everything's going on in my life. He's like, you know what? You know, when your life is is, is in, in shambles, like your relationships, everything else, you're probably up for a promotion. Because, <laughs> because everything else in your life is suffering. Right. And, that means you're working really hard at your job. It means you're working really hard. Interesting. Yeah. So it's a, in, like, yeah, yeah. Such a good film. But anyways, uh, yeah, no, I really want to watch it again. Oh, um, so that's Amazon for you. Shall we watch it? Is it is it on Netflix? I don't think so. Potentially, I got work to do. Oh god damn, yeah, and you god got, you, got you got things to do, people to see. <laughs> okay, what's? Oh, I know this story too. Oh my god, I spent way too much time on you the internet. Do, oh my god, I just heard this today. Did you watch uh, Philip DeFranco? Yeah. Is that why? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I feel like all these stories came from one video. <laughs> no, they definitely didn't. There was mm. some other stuff, okay, but some of them so did. So this okay? story, guys, is regarding the cash cash me outside. How about that, girl? Mm, also gets- known as bad baby. Yeah. <laughs> Is it with an H? I thought it was. I, I wasn't sure if it was bad. Ba- yeah, bad baby. Bad bebe. Bad be- <laughs> bebe. Bebe. Alexis, <laughs> you don't know the troubles that a bebe will cause the mother. <laughs> Shit's Creek I, reference there I for all of you guys. I listened to that Shit's the episode where we talk about Shit's Creek, and yeah. I realized that we both put on the, like the weirdest British sounding <laughs> accent <laughs> when we um when we reference Moira. Um, Moira. But anyways, oh, God. Anyway, so Bad Bebe yeah made over one million dollars on her first six hours on OnlyFans. Yes. So there's a couple things wrong with this story. Okay. <laughs> First of all, okay. she just turned 18, She's right? Literally just turned she, 18. she turned 18. And then she was like, I'm going to sign up for OnlyFans. Yeah. Correct. So you basically like, I think she, she made was it, waiting. Yeah. She was waiting until, cause obviously as for those of you that don't know, um, OnlyFans has been like, it's like an online subscription service. Um, and it's where be- it's, it's known for adult entertainment. Exactly. It's like where creators go and it's like, yeah, they have like explicit pictures mm-hmm. or things that they don't necessarily want on the World Wide web. I guess they can, they can treat their fans to nudes. Or um, more. Or more. And like live chat with them and, and do all kinds of stuff, right? So anyway, bad bebe. Um, <laughs> I think that's what we need to call her. Bad bebe. Which again, the, the fact that this girl is famous already kind of bothers me. Yeah, what is she actually? Is she a, like a rapper So she's or become she's become a rapper. So she's like a rapper right. now. Um, I haven't heard any of her stuff. I don't know if it's any good. I refuse. Um, but like literally she's become famous from being on Dr. Phil. Yeah. Like, which, have you heard that story? Okay, we'll talk about that story after this. Well, no, come on, tell me now. Are you sure? We yeah, we can cut in and, okay. then, and then talk okay. about this Okay, so basically, just a few weeks ago, I think, mm-hmm. she actually made the news before, like a couple weeks ago, because yeah. she made this video calling out Dr. Phil, being like, Dr. Phil, you basically sent me to... Because, again, she was oh, on the... Sh- that she was abused. Yes. Yeah, so like yes. she was sent to this like camp and you know it's, it sounds almost like similar to like Paris Hilton's story yeah. where she kind of got like kidnapped and like put into this camp yeah and basically apparently in this camp people like they take away your phone and stuff so what she said was like there's no there's no evidence of this because you can't record anything okay but like there's multiple people that have come out and like I totally believe her when yeah, it comes yeah. to this yeah. and yeah they say that like the the you know some people got sexually abused and they would just emotionally m- mentally abused abuse you and stuff Mm. and and then she was like dr i don't know what happened with that story because i remember watching that video yeah and she basically was like dr phil if um 
she has like the funniest accent too. I can't do it. But she's like, Dr. Phil, um, you better come out and apologize. Otherwise, I'm going to handle things my way. Oh, God damn. She, she gave like a date. And I don't know if we've passed that date yet. Yeah. But she was like, if you don't apologize by April something, it was April something. Yeah. Then I'm going to handle things my way. Also known as probably catch a me outside. <laughs> she going to catch him outside. She going to catch him outside. How about that? How about that? <laughs> I mean, that was to be fair like that. I did watch that viral yeah, yeah, video yeah. and it was quite funny. Um, and it's horrible that she went through that experience. I mean, I don't wish that upon anyone. Yeah. It sounds like Dr. a lot. Dr. Phil's so fucking toxic. I know. It yeah. sounds like a lot of, I feel like Dr. Phil's really condescending as well. The way he talks. He also, did stuff. you know, he's also not qualified to, he's not a psychiatrist. Is he not a doctor? He's, I think he has like a, he's definitely not a psychiatrist. Oh, so he's not qualified. Like, I think he's a doctor in some way. Maybe okay. he has like some kind of weird PhD situation. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Let me, let me Google this quickly. Okay. You, go- and now you, you Google tell it. this story. Okay, guys. So <laughs> I'll read you guys the story and then we're going to talk about everything that's Why wrong with it. Up. Yeah. So bad baby has claimed <laughs> that she's earned. So she earned over $1 million in her first six hours on OnlyFans. Um, we already mentioned OnlyFans is kind of like been synonymous with explicit content. It's where creators go and can, you know, give all kinds of stuff to their fans. Um, and she's been charging $23.99 a month for access to photos and videos. Um, and also has said to subscribers that they have the opportunity to direct message her. Um, and for the first six hours, apparently she broke the OnlyFans record. She did a screenshot on her Instagram of how much she made in the first six oh hours. Oh my God. And subscriptions alone was nearly $800,000. She got over $5,000 in tips. And then for messages, she got another 260, almost 300, well, 267,000. Oh wait, so she can 000. make money from people messaging her. Yeah. Wow. So you pay for the subscription, then you can get tips on right. top of that. And then people can also message you. And then they have to pay to message you. Yeah. And so, oh my God. Yeah. And, and, and this is probably after probably platform fees and stuff, right? Like she's just showing her total gross. Oh no, maybe not. I no, I think this is n- not net. Yeah. So this, but still like yeah. what the fuck? So she made, yeah, a million dollars in six hours. And so the reason why it's fucking fucked up mm-hmm. is like, I think we've talked about this before where I just feel like there's such a, how do I say? Mm-hmm. Society is funny because this is okay. She just turned 18. Yeah. Just turned 18. And now she's selling nudes. Fine. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. But it's like, and I know again, like it's, there's no black or white answer to this, but at the same time, yeah. it's like we demonize, we fucking put people like through hell. If they even talk to someone that's 17. Yeah. But as soon as they turn 18, everything like- is different. Now they can sell nudes. They can do whatever the fuck they want. They yeah. can fuck whoever they want. And it's completely fine. Whereas it's like, it's so like, come on. It's crazy. You know? It's well, insane. The thing that gets me about this story though, um, is the fact that like, like people like, are waiting. Like it's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It is. That's li- why I'm saying it's like so creepy. It's, it's like, so creepy. Like you obviously yeah. had, cause like literally, so it's 23, well, 24 bucks a subscription. Uh-huh. You had almost 800,000 in subscriptions. So how many people is that? That's a, fucking, <laughs> that, let's just work out how many fucking no, it, people. It is creepy, but at the same time, I mean, again, but the thing is, like, we've talked about this where it's like, yeah. you know, people, again, not condoning, you 30, know. Almost 34,000 people. <laughs> 34,000 people. I mean, obviously, I'm not condoning that we, you know, hit on minors or whatever. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. definitely not what I'm saying. But it's like, we put such an emphasis on that 18 number as yeah. if it really means something when really it's like, just an arbitrary number that we just yeah. put out there. And... I mean, to be fair, like most girls develop by the time they're like 13. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, again, it's like 
that number is just kind of pulled out of thin air. So is it really creepy that, you know, like obviously people are still finding her attractive before she was 18. Exactly. But it's like, it doesn't change. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, it's not like when we turn 18, something, some <laughs> yes, flick all of a yes. sudden is like, okay, it's not like a light switch where it's like 18, flick the switch, they're adults yeah. now. You know what I mean? And, but so, then we, we like to demonize and call people creepy when they, you know, let's say, I mean, not just call people creepy, but it's like mm-hmm. criminal if you, you know, for example, engage in any sort of, you know, interaction yeah, with yeah, yeah. Uh, a minor. Mm-hmm. So somebody that's bef- below 18, but then 30 fucking thousand people waited for her to turn fucking 18 just because that's, you know, that's when you that's... can tick the box and say this person's 18. <laughs> exactly. They're an adult now. We can look at nudes exactly. of her legally. Again, I'm not saying like, obviously we need a number. We need, we do need to put something yeah. arbitrary out there because obviously we have to protect minors. I totally understand yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But I do think that um, society can, we can use a little bit of, you know, um, common sense thinking yeah. in different situations and also to me, judgment this is just right? as creepy as anything else but yeah. you know whatever it's just kind of funny judgment, i mean exactly like it is, it is just kind of yeah it's yeah. just kind of crazy i mean like obviously she's making her money right that girl she's, she's fu- you know what go her mm-hmm. make fucking millionaire <laughs> she so. went on dr phil she's probably the most successful person to ever come out of dr phil which by the way i just googled yeah. you will not believe this what is what? It, let, let's hear it, Rose. So Dr. Phil oh, has never been licensed as a physician in any state. However, he is a doctor of philosophy, <laughs> which, hey, love me some philosophy. Yeah. Love me some philosophy. Um, oh, well, it says the 69 year old received his degree from the University of North Northern Texas yeah. in 1979 and obtained his license to practice psychology in Texas. Mm. So I guess he has a phd in philosophy and yeah. got some sort of certification some sort of license to practice psychology yeah but he's definitely not a you know because the thing is when you put doctor in front of your name mm-hmm. people like they all of a sudden trust you right yeah. especially when you have a tv show where you talk to people as if you're a fucking you know a psychiatrist mm. which you're not but um they just tend to trust you. Yeah. It's so that whole, it's, it, that, it's deceiving. Yeah. It's that whole idea though too. It's like um, <clears throat> that somebody that has a title, like a title like doctor and mm-hmm. stuff, they have undue influence on other people. Exactly. Right. Like because you, tr- they're in a position of power God, and you I trust I should have got them. a PhD God just damn. so I could call myself a doctor. Would you like to be Dr. Rose? Well, people would take me seriously, wouldn't they? Oh, God damn. I don't know, Rose. <laughs> not, not with that green hair. Let me tell you. <laughs> have you seen our doctor? She's the one with the green hair. <laughs> Uh, hi there. I'm Dr. Rose. <laughs> but anyway, so don't trust anyone just because their name has doctor in front of it. They might yeah. just be a, again, not shading philosophy. Okay. God, yeah. I love me some philosophy, but like, it's not really what you're mm-hmm. doing right now. You're kind of talking to people about well, their mental health, exactly, which I, you're not qualified to do. <laughs> exactly. And I think the thing is we're so quick to trust somebody just because they have a title mm-hmm. or just because they're in a position like they have a know, lot of money. They have you exactly know. any of those things. And I think even still, I'm not like discrediting doctors or anything like that, but like at the same time, like when you, you know, I think there's nothing wrong with questioning what somebody's suggesting or going on. You know what I mean? Like yeah. using your own common sense as well. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, people make mistakes, even doctors and people that have PhDs and stuff, they're still human. Right. So mm-hmm. we are, we all make mistakes and we all is, you know, well, Dr. Phil's shady as hell. I, I wonder damn. if he apologized for that. Probably oh my, not. I can't believe she made a million dollars in what? One month. No, she no. said, Six hours, Rose. Six, six hours. She literally opened up an OnlyFans fan, only oh only fan website or uh, whatever, and literally in the first six hours of her having that, 
got a million dollars. It's insane. Well, this is what I'm saying. This is why I find it laughable when people think, oh, yeah, you just have to work really hard and you'll make a lot of money. You know, you as long as you work hard, you'll make money. <laughs> no, no, no. It doesn't really have much to do with that. It does to some degree. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, to some degree. But yeah. some people just make a lot of money doing absolutely nothing. Exactly. So, well, good for her. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope she's healed from her you know, catch me outside days. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When she became a living meme. (laughs) At least she made the most out of it. No, she she did. She made lemonade, dude. She made lemonade. She took that and she just, she made some sweet, sweet $1 million lemonade. (laughs) I just, I hope, I mean, you know, quite often I think this isn't the case, but I hope in her case that she, you know, has a good financial advisor. She's planning, you know, yes. in investments and for retirement and all that kind of stuff. Because like, You with, sound like a boring day. I do. But like with that kind of money coming in, it's so important to plan because when the, when that train stops, stops rolling, you got to have something to fall back on. Oh my God. I can't even believe she has so many followers. Like it looks like she has like millions of yeah, followers. She has 18 million followers or 17 million insane. on Instagram. That is insane. That is insane. What does she crazy. do? Let's look her I feel up. like we're in the age where it's like the le- the less you have talent, <laughs> <laughs> the more popular you become. It's just crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. 17.3 million. Oh, insane. Followers. Yeah, there's her post. Uh, Not bad for six hours. We broke the fuck out of the OnlyFans record. You know what I have to say about this, Daniel? What? Tax the rich. Oh, god damn. <laughs> Tax the motherfucking rich. <laughs> god damn. Do you think we should start an OnlyFans? No. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about guys. it. <laughs> Nobody wants to see my old ass. <laughs> oh, god damn, Rose. I would never want to do that anyway. Like, again, no, no, um, shade, no shade, whatever. If you want to do that, that's totally Honestly, fine. It's kind but... of shocking how many people are comfortable doing that it's yeah. all, like again no shade like there's quite a lot of youtubers that do it so ma- i'm like actually like only fans i feel like became kind of symbolic in a lot of ways mm. because you know and i think it's a good thing because it's less of a taboo thing now obviously yeah. and but to me maybe i'm just very traditional or mm-hmm. you know in some ways and like for me it's like i would never even think about it yeah you know, it's not even like you know but i just i i uh, with with like an OnlyFans site, I just I feel like it's I don't know I would feel like you mean it's gonna get leaked and shit. Well, you know who knows what could happen. Like people have phones, you know what I right. mean. Like if you're doing a video, someone could easily. Well, there I, mean, I think they would have to be okay with that possibility to do an yeah. OnlyFans yeah, because like so it's true. it's not like you're just sending it to like you know your friend or your boyfriend or girlfriend. Yeah. Well, and even then it can get leaked. Exactly, but so. if you're putting it out there to to strangers, of course they yeah. can easily take a picture. Well, there of was it. like a, there was a big trend. I don't know if it's I think it's still going on on YouTube. Where do you notice where there will be people that will be like i paid for this person's only fan site so you don't have to oh yeah yeah for and that. then they'd like talk about it and they're like but they video. can't show the they can't show yeah, the, yeah. the content but they would but they would discuss it i just so. can't believe how many people are like willing to do it yeah because like i don't know i would like there's no way yeah i don't know oh i it's, don't know but you know hey again it's if it's gonna make it less taboo mm-hmm. sure I think that's a good thing. I, think I just it's a good think thing. I just think we're both like uncomfortable like doing that. Yes, we are uncomfortable because I don't know. We just <laughs> because we we are prudes. We're prudes, apparently. And I don't want to show my naked body to no one. <laughs> Nobody, not no, even I, one person. Maybe one person. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. I think the OnlyFans phenomenon like really shocked me actually because again, like I would never think so many people would mm. would join it. God damn, there's a lot. There's a lot of a lot of creators on there and there's a lot of people. Do they all have to show like I mean, I guess there's no like rule that you there have to show. Like something. some people so, so I think some creators create OnlyFans and they don't like show everything. Right. They'll just like maybe they'll do a video. But it's with still them. sexy content. It is. It would be like right. for example, like if I did an OnlyFans, maybe I'd I'd do a video like without with showing my beautiful abs. 
you know, like showing my six pack. You want to show me the abs? You want to see it? I'll pay you $5. Oh, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, interesting. Crazy, it's crazy, crazy, crazy. I mean, you know what? Maybe we should start. <laughs> no, that's not going to happen, Rose. Sorry. That's just, I draw the line. You know what? You know, I, I'm like one of those people's like, I feel uncomfortable if like, I have like a little cleavage showing. I'm mm-hmm. just like, Ooh, do I want to post this? Like it look, I kind of like it, but yeah. like, not that I have much cleavage, but like, mm-hmm. like that was a bad example. I don't have cleavage, <laughs> um, but like, you know, anything kind of revealing. I'm like, yeah. should I post this? You know? Mm-hmm. And then, so I can't even imagine like showing everything, everything but again, yeah. you know, all power to you. Exactly. Like, you know what? Bad baby. I'm kind of jealous <laughs> of that kind of confidence. Yeah. You know? Bad baby has done well for herself. So, <laughs> you know what? Bad baby. Bebe is doing she's, very well. Well, and now that she's bebe 18, she's no longer a, a bebe anymore. She's no longer a bebe. What's, <laughs> go, what's she going to call herself? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. She can't be bad baby anymore. Bebe. I thought it was, for some reason, I thought it was bad body, Bob, bad Barbie or something, but it's like. It does kind of look like Barbie. Yeah. Bad yeah. Bobby. Bad, bad baby. Bad Bobby. I'm I don't shocked. Know. I cannot believe it. she made so much money. Yeah. Guys. Why are we working hard? I know. Just fucking make an OnlyFans. <laughs> this, but again, this is to your point. Like literally, like that whole concept of of working hard and like uh-huh. this is what you have to do to to make money. Like you can see time and time again, that's not always the case. You know, it's a lot of it's right place, right time. Right. A lot of it can be by chance. You know, I'm not discrediting hard work. Like of course, you know, you need to, you do need to work hard. But at the same time, like that's not the be all end all. That's not that's not what defines people that are successful versus people that aren't. Yes, but I also find it interesting. I want to see kind of the evolution of OnlyFans Mm -hmm. because I think the reason why, because I'm like, I'm trying to like wrap my head around like who would pay money for this? (laughs) Like, you know, I'm just like, there's porn everywhere, dude. Like there is free porn everywhere. Okay. (laughs) So to me, I'm just like anyone that pays for porn. I'm like, I don't understand, but it's like a fucking multi-billion dollar industry. I'm sure that there's, and I know that there's, you know, obviously like ads and stuff, but I'm sure a lot of it is through subscriptions. Yeah. But I'm like, Who's paying for fucking porn? But anyway, this, this is the thing. I, I mean, <laughs> maybe because I'm cheap, which I am, <laughs> but I'm like, why would I pay for something that I can get for free? Yes. And also, and this like fascination with seeing like public figures, I guess, naked. naked. But I wonder if, again, like, because if we're normalizing, you know, sex content, mm. if let's say, then is it going to become less lucrative for people? Because now, it, because I think the reason why it's lucrative is because it's, um, it's kind of taboo, right? Mm. It's like, ooh, this person's naked. It's like, ooh, I want to see Paris Hilton sucking a dick, you know? One night, one night, one night in <laughs> one Paris. One night in Paris. I want to <laughs> see like fucking uh, Kim Kardashian getting banged by, what's his name? Ray, Ray J? J? Yeah. Like this, who was very good looking, by the way. Is he good looking? I Is he a fucking loser though? I don't know. Anyways. Um... <laughs> anyways so Say it like it is rose i do what <laughs> i do like wonder um you know what's the future mm-hmm. i guess time will you know what time yeah. will we tell and we got more time on this planet so we will see oh, we got more time in quarantine that's oh, for God, sure damn. so we got some time to maybe <laughs> maybe subscribe to our own uh only sats to other you know yeah when did only fans become a thing was it like since like COVID started? No, no, no. It's been a long, way longer than that. No, really? Uh-huh. But it blew up, I think, in the last year. Let's see. Is it not? Has it not? OnlyFans. Let's see what happened when I go OnlyFans. Oh, God damn. It'd be explicit content. Why doesn't... OnlyFans is a subscription Oh, it service. launched in 2016. 20, yeah. Subscription But I think it became very popular in about, in the last like year or so. Oh, my... The images. Oh, God. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Anyways, um, I mean, I think it's good. I think, especially because the porn industry is also like really fucked up. Yeah, there's and so much shady shit yeah. that goes on. And so the the porn stars, I think it's good that they are able to, 
um, like some of these people are able to just do it on their own. Yeah. Because I think that's one of the issues with the porn industry or just mm -hmm. adult entertainment in general is that there's like so much like, you know, stuff going on at the top. Yeah. And the people that are actually performing are not getting what they deserve. Exactly. And you know? I think, I think there's a lot of like abuse yes. and there's a lot of like, um, you know, uh, the people that work in that industry, they're put through a lot. Yeah. You know, you, you often see like documentaries or like clips of people on TV and stuff that so used sad. to be porn stars. And they're like, you know, that industry tears you up. Oh God. It's so yeah. sad. Like, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. It's bad. And people will take advantage and guys and girls both, they get taken advantage of. Yeah. So, Oh God! Sad as hell. Sad Is there any other hell. story, Daniel? That'd be the last That'd one. That'd be the last story. Mm -hmm. Bad bad making a million dollars in damn. six hours. hours. I am in fucking shock. I know. Like, what would you do with a million dollars in six hours? I don't even know. Honestly, at that point, it's just numbers on a screen. Yeah, she's probably already really rich. Yeah. So to me, I like. <sighs> It's just numbers on a screen. It just blows my mind though. Yeah. Like literally in six hours, you just made a million dollars. Like mm -hmm. what? She could retire. You can't retire in a million anymore. She's probably already, she probably has a million something. True. If you have a couple she, million. She made a million in six hours. She does this for like a couple months. She could retire. True. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, to be fair, it's a, because it's a monthly subscription, yeah, right? So she'd make a million So then a month. she'd have to probably wait a few months to, you know, rack in the, yeah. well, she wouldn't make a million. She, like, but she could make more from like messages and stuff. No, the million included the messages. So if you look at the. Yes. But what I'm saying is, uh, so for example, yeah, yeah. like she could make, so let's say she made 750,000 in six hours. Yeah. So that's just from subscription. So mm -hmm. that means that's rolling in, you know, each month. Yeah. But if people pay 200, over $200,000 to message her in six hours. That's true. She could be making two hundred. Exactly. Goddamn, she could be making two hundred sixty-seven thousand dollars every six, every six hours. hours. How much does it cost to message her? I don't know. Go up. Is there a cost? Let Let's me see. see. I'm curious as to how many people message her. It just says from subscriptions from DM. How payments. does that work? I think you DM and you can like pay for. Oh, maybe there's like a minimum that you have to pay. Yeah. Anyway, that's know. insane, man. Craziness, craziness, That is craziness. insane. Anyway, guys, those were the stories of today. Mm -hmm. As always, guys, make sure you click the like button if you're watching on YouTube. And please give us a little five-star rating or whatever the fuck you do on um, whatever platform you're listening to us. Give us a rating. Give us a review. Only if it's five stars, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and if you guys want to pay for a better setup for us. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you come guys, join us yeah come check out our patreon um it's patreon.com slash the savage podcast and what are the perks daniel so you, so you get access to all the episodes a week early ad free for the youtube episodes we'll actually ad free for all the episodes on patreon and also we do exclusive exclusive content not a, not a, not <laughs> explicit say, content should we start posting some uh... <laughs> um and uh uh, yeah, well, you made me lose my train of thought. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have exclusive episodes that we do. So we do a, one extra bonus episode every single month. And we have other cool things going on. Yes. So come join yeah. us on patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Link mm -hmm. is below. And of course, follow us on Instagram, which is the savage podcast and subscribe yeah. to us on YouTube. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much, and guys. We will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.